This is the Time Out with Shore Sports Podcast, covering sports on the shore with Mark Potter and Mike Bradley, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mike. Time Out with Shore Sports, presented by the Preston Automotive Group, episode number 38. Mark Potter, Mike Bradley, back in the saddle again. Yeah, good to be back, and I'm yeah. glad the Novocaine wore off just in time from the dentist. Yeah, because so. you were talking funny earlier when I talked yeah. to you on the phone. <laughs> well, I was talking <laughs> with somebody prior to coming here, and I, I had to explain very quickly that I just came from the dentist. It's Novocaine. No, I had I did get happy hour started earlier. So, <laughs> well, we're gonna get happy hour started right now. Uh, we got a jam packed show today. Uh, we're gonna talk to Troy Brohan, all right, who is the head coach of the Salisbury baseball team. Uh, made it to the uh, championship game, but came up short. We'll talk to him about that experience. But first, let's go ahead and bring in this guy. Brandon Riley from Parkside High School in this portion of timeout uh, with Shore Sports is presented by the Edge Training Academy, where passion meets performance, located in Stevensville at 112 Log Canoe Circle in the Chesapeake Bay Business Park, now offering 24-hour gym access. More information at the edgetrainingacademy.com. Brendan Riley with us. Hey, hi there. How you doing? What's going on, guys? How are you? Uh, we're good. So, jam-packed. Are you guys out of school yet, or are you still in school? No, we got we got until Thursday with students and then uh, Friday with teachers. Okay. So, yeah, so, we are still rolling. So a day for them to give you an award and and you know and feed <laughs> you, know, you and send you out the I think I think it's feed feed the population of teachers and make sure everyone's you know coming back for the following year and getting ready to roll. Yeah, no, no doubt. So what's you know the end of the year for you, Parkside High School. You know, you're back next year for another football season. You know, what is it like for you with this last week, and how how many weeks are the boys going to be off before you got them back in the weight room? Um, yeah, well, we're going to be lifting the rest of this week. Uh, we take off next week for um, – I'm taking my family. I'm sorry, I get, a, I get a phone call coming in from one of the local sheriffs. Obviously, uh, my hearts are going out to the sheriffs in Wicomico County right yes, now, and, yes. and I've been checking on these guys. Um but yeah, man, we, we I'm taking my family out of town for a week. Uh, but my coach, some of the coaches are going to be here, and then I'm going to get an opportunity to uh, get them started right back on the 27th. We go four days a week, and we get after it, get ready to roll. And of course, you've got some seven on sevens coming up. Are you guys going to be uh, participating in that? Yeah, yeah, we've got seven on sevens. Uh, there's a couple different ones that are happening in, around the shore, which I'm excited about. I know there's one that's going to be up in Easton. I don't know if that one's going to figure if that That's, one's going to fit into our schedule. Well, hopefully it does because uh, we're actually we're we're a, a, a sponsoring uh, that event. Oh, uh, that's awesome! Yeah, awesome. on yeah, July twenty third, yeah. Saturday, July twenty third. So hopefully that does work out for you. That one, that one is a better fit for me than than I know. There's a one for uh, for Troy that's on July twentieth, which uh, you know I want to support those guys. Oh, is that, is that in Woodbridge? Um, yeah. It's not in Woodbridge. I think it's in Georgetown. But, okay. um, yeah, that one's going to be going on on the 30th. That's nine days before camp. So right. I get a little more like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to do this right. one. But, um, yeah, definitely definitely, there's a ton of them that are coming up. and The guys are excited to get back out there and get at it. Well, listen, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on was uh, to talk about the experience at the Big 33 the Maryland versus Pennsylvania football game uh, where uh, two of the short players from the South Bay side actually competed in the game. Uh, one of them, your running back, also uh, picked up the uh, 
well, I guess the offensive MVP of the uh, game as well. And we wanted you to tell us a little bit about the experience in coaching all that talent. Man, I'm going to tell you what. Um, I, I actually haven't even really fully comprehended all of the things that ended up happening as a result of it. It was, it was truly eye-opening. Um, the experience itself was, was first rate. I mean, the, the, the people involved with the Big 33 were super organized. There was a lot of events. There was a lot of um, just a, a lot of positive things that came about as a result of it. There were pep rallies. There was working with the Buddies program. There was um, talks given by ex, you know, ex-NFL guys, guys who were Super Bowl champs. Um, the, the, the chairman for it, Henry, and I'm going to mess up his last name, so I don't even want to pronounce it, but he actually served as the honorary chairman for it. All of the different events that were involved with it, plus the practices leading up to it, just getting an opportunity to be around some of the, 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 the kids themselves were amazing. Um, and their dedication to it, I, 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 what I would love to see is more people involved uh, really pushing this concept of the, the value that comes from playing in the game itself. Um, I, I, I've never been to a big 33 game. I, I'll be honest with you guys. I had never gone, never seen it. I wasn't doubted enough in order to be in it. <laughs> like I, I'm telling you, it was just seeing what some of those kids that were able to do on the PA side. And then thinking about what it is that we have in the state of Maryland to be able to comp- uh, compete with it definitely was an eye opening experience. And it was, uh, it was really, really cool. Um, I thought that, that we represented ourselves with a lot of class. Uh, the two young men that were from the shore that ended up playing in the game played vital roles, and that was pretty awesome uh, for me to see because, again, you know, you guys know, man, you guys have been down there a long year, uh, a long time with us, and uh, just getting a chance to get people to believe that there's kids down here that, are, that have the ability to do it is, is a big step. So it was cool. It was really, really cool. Well, and just for people to have a little bit of background on this, because I, I've uh, I used to go to those games religiously for about ten years from the mid '90s to the mid 2000s. You know, the Big 33 started initially as a game between Pennsylvania and Texas back in the '70s, and after a couple of years, Texas wanted to have that game in Texas, and PA said no, so they switched to playing Ohio for a while, and mm-hmm. later they played Maryland. Then they went back to Ohio, and now they're back with Maryland mm-hmm. again. Uh, but right, the best 33 from each state playing against each other and that game's been played a number of places but for a while it was played at Hershey Park at the football stadium there and that's where I remember there but they've had at least one player at least over the last 40 plus years go to and play in the Super Bowl that played in the Big 33 game. So it's a big deal. Now, you know, things have changed where some players are opting out, coaches, you know, uh, because they, they're they getting into college earlier or their coaches are yeah. not allowing you to play yeah. an all-star game. So uh, there is some of that to it, but it is still special. There are still a lot of talented, talented players to play in it. Uh, but it is, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly a big deal. And you talked about, right, all the events that go with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is one of the things that they said that, that they said is that there has been a player that has played in the Big Thirty Three that has played in every Super Bowl for the last I don't know however many years that the Super Bowls have been going on, which is pretty cool. But like you said, it went originally. Uh, there was a part where he even went like east and west, then Ohio versus right. PA, right? And then we switched back over to the Maryland versus PA. You know, um, Therese ended up having a, a tremendous game. When given the opportunity, he went out there, showcased. He was actually named captain by Coach McGregor. Um, that was all on him. You know, he just he represented himself well. Um, 
went out there, had a great return, actually shook off a couple guys, ran really physically, got an opportunity to run the ball once or twice and, and you know, did what he could do. Jace had a good day. He had a couple catches and really, you know, did some nice things. Um, so it, it was it was really cool as as a coach getting a chance to work in it. You know, you learn some of the insights that happen within the game itself. You know, they ran a lot of man. You start figuring out how PA was able to do some things from a formational standpoint, which was kind of cool. So, you know, the the football coach in you, you get done playing, and I woke up at 2 a.m. and I was like, man, I really want to watch this game. Like, <laughs> you know, I think we want to watch it. But it ended up, uh, it, it, you know, again, it gets put on the back burner. Great event, great opportunity. Uh, love to see more kids from the shore and the rest of the state. Some of those guys, like you said, you know, depending upon where it was that they were going to school, you know, the NLI deal happens. Uh, that definitely changes up some things. You, you know, I think PA ended up losing a, a defensive tackle who's going to A&M uh, because of the NLI situation. So, you know, things are changing in the, in the game. It's, uh, it's, it was definitely definitely eye-opening. Yeah, yeah, Saban Sorry. talked about that, you know, how Texas A&M was paying players to come to uh, them. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, Mark, you and I will have a discussion. I was going to say, Mark, uh, Alabama fanboy here, we're going to have a conversation about that. I don't know where uh, Nick comes up. But, but anyway. I don't, the rest of the shore starts going like, yeah. hey, roll tighter. <laughs> yeah, right, no doubt. Yeah. But, but you mentioned Trez Worthy. Now, Worthy run back for, for Parkside, if folks remember, mm-hmm. because I did the game filling in for Mark, Worthy had a good game against Easton. I know that was a tough game for, for the team as a whole, but Worthy had a good game against Easton, including special teams in that game. Gave you guys mm-hmm. a pretty good field position at times, so when I saw that he had the run the way he did, did not surprise me there uh, with uh, the success that he had. And then Jace I'll Freeman you, is a wide receiver out of Wicomico that you mentioned as well that was in the game. Absolutely, yeah. Jace, Jace Freeman was playing at the wide receiver Therese actually was playing in a slot in the game and then ended up playing at the running back a little bit, but he was really doing his thing on kick return, ran real physical, um, broke out of four or five tackles, ended up making making a 40-yard, 40, 50-yard gain off of one of them, which set our, our score up, which was awesome because that's the first time that Maryland has scored in the game in the last three contests. <laughs> um, one game, yeah, and again, it's interesting because yeah. – I, I watched the game and I'm like, from from where I stood, because it's the first time watching the actual game and then getting a chance to coach the kids on the offensive line. Wow, I'm, um, you know, you don't know until you know, and and that was one of those things. When I say eye-opening experience, you watch a defensive end or a kid that's playing inside linebacker who also drops down into a three technique and is going on full ride to Penn State. You start recognizing real quick that you're like, holy cow, these dudes are real. They're coming off the ball. And it was definitely, definitely uh, pretty cool to watch. Yeah, Coach, I was on the air in Baltimore filling in uh, Sports Talk 2-6. to six, So I had the Maryland Men's Lacrosse Championship game streaming on one screen. I had your guys streaming on another screen. But, yeah, the, the pass rush, the defensive line of Pennsylvania, uh, they were very formidable and I know uh, presented a challenge to your O-line that day. There, there was no doubt. They uh, And I, I tip my hat off to those kids. They were coming off the ball. We were, we were trying to slow them up, run a little inside zone, run some draw stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and get out there and be in a situation to really kind of double team, but you're taking an option style football and putting it in within three weeks, and that created some problems in and of itself. So it was it was definitely a uh, it was tough. It was tough without a doubt. 
Well, listen, we really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, we want to have you back before the start of the football season uh, so that we can talk uh, X's and O's with you in regards to your uh, your upcoming season with the Parkside Rams and what we can look for that to happen. But uh, congratulations on being selected to be a part of the Big 33. I thought that was a pretty big honor. I appreciate it, man. It was. Uh, I, I wanted to represent our school uh, at Parkside and the shore as best I could. Uh, I was excited. My family got to come. Mom, dad, my sister, her, her boyfriend, and my wife and kids. And it was a it was a special event, and it definitely uh, it definitely meant a lot. So I was excited to do it. Uh, I look forward to you know helping out in the future if they ever ask or in whatever capacity that I could be in order to be um, available to help kids because that's what it's about. Uh, it was it was really cool, and I appreciate what you guys do. Obviously, you guys have been doing it for a while, but you know, it doesn't go without being said. We are thankful for you guys and what it is that you guys do um, in order to help build up the shore uh, because it's working. And, um, you know, people are taking notice of it. Coming up on year 14, Coach, you believe that? I, I, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, it's like it's like I'm at year 17 or 18 now of teaching. I'm like, I just got in, dude. Like, I feel good about this, you know? Yeah, right. Like, let's just roll. Yeah. You're just starting to hit your stride, Coach. Hey, listen, man. Listen, as long as I can keep up with my four-year-old, I'm good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to do. Well said. Uh, wait, wait till they turn 16. So, <laughs> well, I'll be calling you. You can give me some insight. <laughs> good luck. Just give me your. Appreciate it, Coach. Hey, hold on just a second, okay? Not a problem. Brendan Riley with us from Parkside High School. We'll talk to uh, Troy Brohan coming up. Hi folks, David Wilson Jr. of the Preston Automotive Group here. Did you know that we can deliver your vehicle straight to your home or office? You can view and purchase vehicles from Preston's complete inventory online at PrestonMotor.com. Preston Automotive Group is here to ensure you get exactly what you've been looking for. We can even custom order select brands straight from the source. Integrity, urgency, teamwork, personal growth, attention to detail, community. These are the core values we live by here at the Preston Automotive Group. We're family, friends, and professionals. Visit us online at PrestonMotor.com to get started today. This portion of Time Out with Shore Sports, presented by Preston Ford, is sponsored by College Placement Consulting, providing invaluable college planning and high school guidance from sophomore through senior year. Let the dedicated professionals at College Placement Consulting help your child prepare for college. Go online to schedule a no-obligation appointment now at collegeplacementconsulting.com. Joined by the one and only Troy Brohan right now. He is the head baseball coach and the manager in baseball terms uh, for the Salisbury Seagulls. And uh, in the national championship game yet again this year, not as successful. Thanks for taking the time, Coach, to join us. I appreciate you having me. So uh, did you really think when the year started that you had a team that could make it to the championship round? Uh, well, I mean, to be honest with you, we, we returned a, a boatload of guys from last year's team. Uh, we were very young last year when we won the whole thing. Uh, the only two everyday starters that we lost, we lost Justin Meekins, a center fielder, and uh, we lost a pitcher who was kind of like a jack-of-all-trades. He could start, he could relieve, he could close, uh, he could do it all. Um, you know, and then we added Jimmy Atkins, who – uh, missed three quarters of the year last year with a stress fracture in his back. Who was one of our better pitchers. So, um, talent-wise, experience-wise, I knew we had a chance to make a run. 
Um, but, I mean, you know, I've been around this game a, a long, long time, and it's not always about talent. The ball's got to bounce your way. Um, a little bit of everything has to happen, and, and you know, to allow you to get back to, to that, that point. You guys got hot as the year went, you know, started winding down, and you won the games that you needed to win to get yourself into that championship game. And I guess you just ran up against a, a buzzsaw in East, uh, what is it, East Connecticut? Yeah, Eastern Connecticut State. State. Uh, they had a phenomenal year. I think they finished like forty-nine and three. Um, when we got to the championship series, um, I, I, you know, it, it's always tough. You run into those guys in the World Series. Everybody's good. Um, I, pitching and defense matched up with them really well. Um, one thing that that stood out to me was uh, their consistency uh, on offense, uh, their approach on offense. Um, they're very aggressive. Um, and then when you got two strikes on them, they battled. And I think that that was the uh, significant difference between us and them is that they put some uh, they put better bats together when it counted. Um, and, you know, therefore they, they scored a few more runs. I thought that we played a little bit tight uh, for whatever reason, um, even with all the experience. I thought we played a little bit tight in the first game through the first four or five innings. Um, I thought we settled down, and I thought we played pretty good baseball the rest of the way of that game and into the second um, we just couldn't get our offense going. Coach, I'm curious, and look, we know you have an outstanding program, so I, I would doubt this would be the case, but human nature is you win a championship and that maybe in the offseason, you, you maybe maybe just even just a little bit, even in a, in a program like SU, maybe there's a little bit of drop-off in the offseason workout, the hunger isn't there as much, uh, and you're also, hey, celebrating a, a championship. You put all that work in, you need to take some time for yourself and all that. Uh, were you pleased with how the offseason went after winning a championship going into the beginning of the season because I know at the beginning of the season uh, there were some losses there and some tight games don't get me wrong but I'm just curious how kind of the offseason played into the beginning of the season and were you happy with how things played out after the championship uh, I thought I thought the guys worked really hard I mean the, the culture that we have here at, at Salisbury is second to none and it starts with the leadership uh, of the guys that have been in the program for three four five years now um, so I thought the, the off-season workout went great. Um, you know, we, we get T-shirts at the beginning of the year, and this year we put a big bullseye on our back. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to let them guys know that I don't care if we're on the road or if, if the team's coming in here, the bullseye on your back's bigger this year after what you accomplished last year. Um, again, getting back to playing a little bit tight, we were preseason number one. And I think at the beginning of the year, I think uh, they tried to play above their capabilities. And I think they, they played a little tighter, uh, tried to do too much. Um, but then they settled down, and they, they settled down, and they played good baseball. Um, a couple of those losses early, uh, we played well. You did, uh, yeah. We just got beat. Yep. Uh, we just got beat, and, and that's part of baseball. Um, so as far as the work ethic and, and the time they put in, um, you know, I was, I was very satisfied with it. Talking with Troy Brohan, Salisbury University baseball coach, this portion of timeout with Shore Sports. Is brought to you by Midshore Exteriors, handling your roofing, siding, and gutter needs across the shore. Every detail matters, so let the Master Elite GAF certified and Shingle Master roofers take care of your home or business today. More info at MidshoreExteriors.com. I was looking at the roster, and uh, real quick, I want to run through the kids from the shore. Uh, Aaron Combs, who was a sophomore from Bennett uh, on the team. You also had Zach Adams, who was a junior from Snow Hill. 
Then you get into uh, some folks of you have from Denton, Jared Price, who was a senior, played at North Carolina. Trent Saunders, who was a senior uh, from St. Michael's High School. Uh, you have some kids there from the local area. Uh, Luke Waddell, who is, what, a 15th-year senior, I think, for you guys? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, from uh, Queen Anne's, he was on the team as well. Is Are you finding, because you see all the kids from the shore and, and the baseball players that play the game, are, are you finding that the shore is producing better baseball players? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the biggest thing for kids on the shore is, uh, a lot of them want to go away to play baseball. A lot of them want to try to get away and, and, and go across the bridge or go somewhere out of state to play some baseball. And it takes them a while to really realize what they have in their own backyard. Um, sometimes the grass isn't greener. Uh, they you know they want to get away from home and experience that for the first time. And, um, you know, for us, uh, you know, talent's always around on the shore. Um, but for us, it, it has to be a right fit. Um, there, there are plenty of kids that, um, we think are extremely talented, but just might not fit what we're trying to do here at Salisbury. Um, you know, our offense is based on speed, um, putting the ball in play. It's not really a, a home run uh, hitting team. Uh, you know, in pitching, you got to command two pitches and own the third one. And um, some of these guys just don't fit what we're trying. But it doesn't mean they can't be a, a great college baseball player. Um, but for our culture, for what we're trying to do, um, Sometimes it just isn't the right fit. But for those who uh, we feel like it is and, and they want to stick around, it's, it's been a great opportunity for them. You know, kids, you know, as a former baseball coach, you know, I was telling my my kids because of COVID that it's not a bad idea to look at the JUCO route and then be able to, one, improve yourself and at least be able to play because you had the incidents like oh, Luke Waddell is a perfect example, Trent Saunders. They graduated but they have that extra year or two of eligibility, and if they're going to be able to stay around, they're more than likely going to play over somebody that's coming in from a high school because of, one, the experience and and the level of play, I would think. As- yeah, I mean, the, the, those guys, uh, all the guys that return that have got significant amount of time always have a, a, you know, a little bit of a lead on somebody coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can ask anybody that's, that's ever played for me in the, the seven years I've been here, um, the best player is going to play. Right. I mean, I, I don't care if you're a fifth-year senior. I don't care if you're a freshman. Um, the best player that's going to help this program is going to play. Now, with that being said, it always provides you with a lot of, a lot of depth. And when you have a lot of depth, it creates a lot of competition and practice, um, which make practices a lot more intense. Um, you know, the competition there as far as having somebody behind you that might be just as good, uh, maybe just a smidgen off, but they're pushing you to get better. Um, so the practices that we have um, really, really push each athlete to uh, get the best out of them. So now here you are. You wrapped up your season uh, a couple of weeks ago. Have you been following the college uh, you know, D1 playoffs at all? Uh, I've watched a little bit. Um, I've watched a little bit here and there. Um, obviously, there's been some upsets uh, you know, yeah. the last few days. But Notre Dame um, beating Tennessee. Yeah, Notre Dame beating Tennessee and uh, a couple say, others. And, yeah, don't say it, Coach. Uh, You're going to break my heart. Don't say it. Oklahoma, what's that? Oklahoma beating the Hokies. <laughs> Yeah, Oklahoma getting in there. So there's a well, couple and UConn, that, uh, yeah, UConn beat Stanford. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there might be a couple teams in there that aren't the top seeds. Right. Um, but they're coming in there hungry. Um, they're, they're, they're coming in there playing loose and, and free. And sometimes when you get in the best of two or three series, um, you know, that, that pays dividends for you. When you're in, and because you played in a best of two or three series to win, to, to play for the uh, national championship, what is the most important aspect of a baseball team when you're playing a best of three series like that? In, in my opinion, getting game one. Gotcha. In my opinion, getting game one. Um, last year when we won the whole thing, uh, I threw my number two to start the game and closed it with my number one. Um, I, I wanted that, uh, I don't want to say freedom, but I wanted that uh, the ability to come in the next day without the, the pressure of the world being on you of you have to win. Um, and I think it worked for us. This year, obviously, we weren't as fortunate. Um, we ran into a team that, that played really well the first game, and uh, we didn't pitch that great early on, um, and we couldn't score enough runs to keep up with them. So um, I really think game one is, is pivotal in, in a best-of-three series. It doesn't mean you're going to win it every single time, um, but it doesn't mean you're going you're gonna to lose it either. It just means it gives you that second game, a little bit of freedom to, to play a little bit on fire. Coach, I'm curious, once the team settled down this year and, and played the way that they're capable of playing and not trying to play above themselves, just be who they are, was this team very similar to last year's team that won it all, or was this team different in whatever way? I Fill us in. No, no it, was, it was extremely similar. Like I said, I mean, on offense, we returned eight of nine, mm-hmm. and on the pitching staff, we returned everybody uh, but Clayton, and we had one that that should have been our number one, two, or three last year. Um, so, you know, the expectations and, and stuff like that were the same, but th- there wasn't much different uh, much different in this team to compared to last year's team. Did you notice that? And, and to be honest with you, yeah. coming into the year coming up now in 2023, um, we returned 90% of these guys. So the only person I lose on offense is my first baseman, and then uh, I lose a left-handed starter, uh, Xavier Marmol, who was probably our number three or number four. Well, just to follow up to that, though, did you notice more maturity and that the experience from the previous year uh, certainly played in where maybe you're doing a little less coaching because those guys now have that experience and maturity from the season before? No, you definitely see some maturity, um, but also with that maturity, I think sometimes comes pressure um, of, hey, you weren't expected to do it last year, but you did it. Um, now we're returning. We're more experienced. We have everybody back. You're expected to do it. Um, and I think that that played a little part early on in the season uh, when we struggled a little bit. And uh, I think when we got into the championship series, uh, like I said, those first four or five innings, uh, uncharacteristically, we, we played a little tight, in my opinion. We'll continue this conversation with Troy Brohan, Salisbury University. This portion sponsored by Perrette Moy Therapy Associates. Located at 460 Main Street in Stevensville, let Rick Perrett and the staff get you back to feeling new again. Accepting most insurance policies, so step away from the pain by calling Perrett and Moy Therapy Associates at 410-604-2982. So before we start talking about what your season involves now from where you operate from here until school starts back up, does the NIL ever have an impact or will it have an impact on you know your athletes there at the D three level. Uh, as as of today speaking, no, it has not. Um, I don't expect it to. I mean, usually those are with the scholarship athletes, the the mm-hmm. athletes that uh, I don't want to say are can't miss to go to the professional level. Um, but it, it's usually a lot of those guys. Gotcha. 
So what what are you doing now? We we joked around before you and I uh, and Mike uh, got on the air with you, but you know, just sitting in your office, spinning around in your chair. So you know, the season's over. What's the process for you? Well, a lot of paperwork from the World Series was taken care of today. Um, I have exit meetings with all of our guys that uh, are leaving and or returning um, to to let them know where they stand coming back the next year, where they need to improve. Um, I always ask the seniors what we can do to improve the program. Um, And then it's hitting the road. I'll be on the road Wednesday. Um, I'll be on the road a couple times next week uh, hitting some showcases in and out of state. Um, and it's it's the recruiting part of the the summer is is big. Um, so uh, myself and, and the coaching staff get out to as much. Um, we have a, a pretty good idea of of where we need to fill some voids, where we need some depth, um, and we go out and uh, we search for guys that that are a good fit for our program. I'm curious, Coach, you just mentioned with the exit interviews, but talking with the seniors about what they think could be done to make the program better, have you ever had something that was told to you that really blew you away about how the program could be better that you were you were shocked to hear that maybe you were deficient in or that you just didn't see it the way that they saw it? Did you ever come away kind of like, wow, I didn't expect to hear that? No, sometimes uh... – you know, it's, it's a lot of little things maybe that they think that, that the program can get better, whether it's uh, maybe a coach taking more individual time with somebody where we carry 18 pitchers, and, and a lot of times it might be harder harder to get to that 16th, 17th, 18th pitcher yeah. um, that, that didn't get in as much time as it is to, you know, go with your top 10 and get the work in there. Um, sometimes it's about uh, maybe using more video, maybe using more video in the cage so they can – if they're a visual learner, they can they can see their swing instead of our hitting coach saying, "Hey, this is what we're seeing. This is what you need to do." Mm-hmm. Um, if you pull up some video, they can uh, they can take a look at it and see it for themselves. So little, little things like that, um, you know, a lot of times it's, "Hey, uh, we could we could instead of going to here for dinner, let's go for here for dinner." I mean, it's just little little things that um, that that's the seniors' uh, time to speak their mind. Um, to get it all out, whatever it is, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we take some notes, and we try to improve the program. Final question for you, Coach. East Connecticut State, you mentioned something like 49-3. and three. You talk about returning 90% of your squad. Kind of a two-part question. A, I, I take it then you guys are going to be among the favorites to get back for a third straight year in your case. And then secondly, do you expect then that based on your experience this past season that the team won't come out – and be tight or try to play above themselves that maybe they'll reflect more of the team two years ago that won the national championship? Well, you always hope so. You always hope uh, experience wins in the end. Um, I told the guys, uh, you know, after we we lost Eastern Connecticut State, uh, for the guys that are returning, um, all of them were here last year to to taste the sweetness of of the championship, and uh, now you're here, you know, tasting the sour part um, of losing the championship. So, you always hope experience uh, wins out. Um, you hope that it carries over to the next year. Uh, we got a great group of, of leaders on this team that um, I don't think will allow any any slack off from anybody. Um, I think we have a great recruiting class coming in that's going to add to the program. Um, so I'm looking forward to the fall. Troy Brohan from Salisbury University. Thanks again for joining us today. Uh, always good to catch up with you and 
see what's happening. And because I'd love to ask you about some of the players you're recruiting, but I don't think you're going to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get back on with you in the fall. There you go. The ones that you landed, right? It's the all fair <laughs> conversation. Right. Yeah. That's right. So I, I guess you'll have a. Uh, you guys do play fall ball. When does that fire up? Uh, we start up usually in the uh, end of September, run it through October. Gotcha. Right. Just just before it gets nice and cold. Yep. During our football season, do you have nah, it, it, fall, better weather? It's yeah, fall, better weather, fall is weather, spring weather, around here. Rains out of here. Yeah, it's a little bit cooler. Um, we usually practice uh, four to five to six somewhere around that area, so uh, it's a little bit cooler in the evening. So um, it, it's just a, a great time. We started doing that about three, four years ago. We started moving. We used to do it in August as soon as they got to school. Mm-hmm. So we changed it, and we, we've had some success with it, so we're going to stick with it. So are you going to be able to make it out to any uh, high school football games this uh, this year? Because I know that uh, your buddy, uh, Jake Coleman, over there at uh, Decatur, um, I didn't know if you'd ever make it out to some of the games. Oh, absolutely. If I can get out to him, I get out to him. Uh, I know my father, he's out to, uh, to all of them every Friday. Night. He travels around and, and watches everybody. Oh, but, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Usually, Usually we are practicing – uh, on Friday evenings, uh, so if I can cut it short, I, I usually try to get out the best I can. We might have to get your dad as a part of the overtime live crew calling in. A, since he's doing games of the week, we can. You'd be a stringer, uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he can call in and report it at the end of every quarter. So there you go. Well, listen. Uh, good luck this uh, off season. Enjoy some downtime if you can, and we do appreciate you taking the time to join us and. Uh, you, while it wasn't a national championship, congratulations on a great season. Yeah. I appreciate it. Very proud of the guys. And, uh, you know, they've had a great two-year run and, and looking forward to uh, getting back after it again in the fall. Yeah, it looks like uh, a, a number one or two seed right off the uh, early preseason favorites is what I'm feeling. So, Well, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I would think that when the preseason polls come out, we should definitely be in the top five. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, good luck and uh, enjoy – the off season, if there is such a thing. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Take care. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Appreciate it. Troy Brohan joining us, uh, Salisbury University. Great guy. Um, thankful that he took the time, you know, today. And like he said, he was doing a bunch of paperwork. We've got more stuff. Yeah, I'm to- curious what paperwork he has to fill out for the uh, for the. You'd think that would be prior to maybe, but well, probably uh-huh. I would think it probably has a lot to do with the travel paperwork. You know? Oh, expenses and, and things like that. Right. Yeah, and maybe stat, maybe stats or something like that. Because like I don't know if the NCAA does it like uh, you know the state. If you travel for your state team you're allowed an allowance and you got to get that paper submitted to, mm-hmm. you know, to the MPSSA. Yeah. Well, you you would hope though that maybe some of that's done by your AD that you don't have to do that. that you, you're not focused <laughs> on having to fill out expense reports and uh, things like that. But it's to be, to be fa- division 3, you don't have as much personnel or staffing for that. It's so. the off season. So, yeah. we've got stuff to clean up. We'll do that coming up next. If someone you know is exhibiting signs of depression or withdrawal, take time to connect. Ask Are you okay? Listen closely and without judgment. Share mental health resources. For All Seasons Behavioral Health and Rape Crisis Center is here for anyone struggling with a mental health challenge. Visit forallseasonsinc.org. That's forallseasonsinc.org. It's okay to ask for help. For All Seasons is here for you. 
And this portion of the timeout with Shore Sports Podcast is brought to you by For All Seasons Behavioral Health at Rape Crisis Center, providing outpatient mental health, psychiatric education, and rape crisis services to the English and Spanish speaking communities, regardless of one's ability to pay. Again, for more info, their website is For All Seasons Inc. Dot org. Well, before we get out of here, we got some stuff to clean up. We've been off for a week or two. I don't know. Time flies so much. You know, all the traveling that I've been doing and, and, and you've been working. And last week was your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, here we are recording this. That You know, Mike took off for his birthday. I did. But he didn't take off for his wife's birthday, which is today, the day of the recording. So happy birthday to Brooke. <laughs> yes, well. and, and just so people know, I asked her about that. She's actually at a co-worker's house enjoying the swimming pool with baby Beckett and they're having crabs. And mind you, I was not invited. So, no, I have yeah. this going on. I had a dentist appointment. But uh, I just, so everybody knows, I didn't say, sorry, hon, we're not doing anything for your birthday. I've got stuff going on. It didn't go down like that at all, just so you know. You mentioned but. baby Beckett. Let's get an update on Beckett. How old is Beckett now? She's a little over, well, I guess six and a half months okay it'll be what seven months on the 29th so we're yeah time time is flying have we put a bat in beckett's hand yet because we're getting close no but i look she's got great hand-eye coordination she we're doing a lot of tummy time with her and she's developing strong muscles and she uh and i tell you i for some reason i think she's going to have she's going to be a swimmer among other sports she loves the water well i'm hoping that too but you know i'm just i'm just saying she loves the water but she uh when she does tummy time it's like she's swimming and kicking her legs and no she's doing great mark healthy and happy and again we're very very blessed and uh every time i every time i come home it's a it's a joy to see her you know some days where i have days where i don't get home till late i only have an hour or so whether those days are, are tough to take for me but someone's got to bite the bullet and do it so Boy, let me tell you what and and as she gets older She's going to be standing at the door, knowing, waiting for you to get <laughs> Where home. Where were you? you this is, no, this is the way it's going to work. She, she'll get used to your schedule, and you'll come home. I mean, you normally oh, yes. get home from the morning show at about 1230 or so. It, depending and, on the day, and, but yeah, yes. But, yeah, you know, and then you have other work to do that you yeah. do from home. But yeah. at 1230, she's going to be standing there at the door, <laughs> looking out the door, waiting for her, her daddy to get home. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much of a crappy morning you had. Did all it, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, it's already. Ha- I mean, that already happens now. When I come home, and uh, she's not waiting at the door right. yet, right? Because she's not walking uh, yet, uh, or even crawling quite yet. But she, every time I see her, and you know, daddy's home, hi, baby, and all that, she's got a big smile on her face, and uh, it is uh, it is a joy. So, yeah, absolutely, that uh, takes what could be a difficult day or portions of the day and uh, erase that for me. So, yeah. Absolutely. But no, she's doing great. Thank you for asking. So let's talk uh, real quick. Um, we already know a lot of football changes uh, coming up uh, this coming season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Sofanowski is back at Ken Island High School. That was announced uh, some time ago. Uh, Donnie Grafe, who was the head coach at Queen Anne's County High School and then retired. Uh, Sofanowski, who used to play for Grafe when Sofanowski played at Queen Anne's County High, has talked him out of retirement, and he's going to be helping out the uh, Kent Island Buccaneers. Uh, Al Waters, again, back at uh, the... Um, the Queen Anne's. Queen and they were just up in Maryland at the uh, Terps football camp there. Yes. Those players were looking good. I, I, times have changed, Mark. You know, they're out there throwing in seven-on-sevens and things like that. You know, the, the double wing is uh, – <laughs> I'm not saying there isn't some of that there, but uh, the, the the old days, it's just not the same anymore. Well, and uh, Matt Griffith is at Easton High School. They, along with Parkside and Decatur, were in the Under Armour seven-on-seven. Uh, 
a couple of weeks ago that was played at Northeast High School. Yes, and I think Decatur was runner-up in that. Yeah, yeah, they were. They made it all the way to the championship uh, game and uh, came up short. But uh, Russell Croto and company uh, over there with that offensive unit and, and, of course, the defensive unit and doing things there. Uh, at Decatur, looking really good. Yeah, and you saw uh, Bryson Coleman, I think his second offer, I believe, uh, was a James Madison. Yeah. Uh, he ran a 4-5 something in the 40, but you know, seen some video on him. Very impressive, but uh, yeah. And uh, a new coach at Kent County this year after uh, Brian Aiken stepped down. That's going to be Harold Somerville. We hope to get him on board with yeah, absolutely. us uh, in the coming uh, weeks yep. uh, as well. And uh, we met in mentioning with uh, Coach Riley earlier, the new coach um, at uh, J.M. Bennett, when Dustin Mills stepped down. Greg Lisinski. Greg yeah. Lisinski. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, new coach that was the defensive coordinator last year at Washington is their new head coach. Correct. So a lot of changes. Right. And there's a few positions, not head coach positions, that are open, and we'll find out probably soon about who fills those. And, yeah. you know, in some cases, we may have an inkling, but, you know, we can't officially say yet. <laughs> well, we could, but... Oh, we know, could, but, but, we're, but we better not. We'll be, so. yeah, we'll, we'll be respectful of that. But, Mark, I mean, you just posted the other day, though, about our 14th year and the sponsors and, mm-hmm. and all that, that, I mean, we're, as we record this on June the 13th, we're a little less than two months away from yeah. practice, right? You said August 10th. August 10th is yeah. the first day for uh, mm-hmm. fall sports. That's when they start that heat acclimatization, yeah. uh, that the process where, you know. You, you, you know what through. heat acclimat- acclimation was for me? Was, was loading up in pads and getting used to wearing the pads mm-hmm. in the heat the first day of practice. Right. That's what it was for me back in the day. I, really, these, these guys have it good now. They certainly do. You know, <laughs> when I posted that last night on Sunday night, yeah, I got to thinking. Of course, you know our our title sponsors: Preston Ford, uh, Best Western Plus, Easton for All Seasons, and Kona Ice. This will be Kona Ice's first year. Yeah, really it, cool. It'll be for All Seasons' third season, second year, but third season because mm-hmm. they were with us for spring football. Yeah, um, boy, that's uh, boy, that seems like eons again. Yeah, yeah, spring football. Yeah, Best Western Plus, Easton. They've been with us for many years, mm-hmm. um, and, and then Preston Ford been here since the beginning. Yeah. You know, yeah. and congrats um, to the uh, the Wilsons. All sorts of celebrations here over the yeah, last couple of months. Yeah, you yeah. get uh, you know the weddings, you yeah. know, galore, and we weren't and, invited, Mark. Uh, there was a reason for that. <laughs> I mean, the, the Preston Company had their company party at Secrets, and I had to crash yeah. that. I wasn't invited, but I crashed yeah. it. So that's why I wasn't invited to the right. wedding. Yeah, they said, exactly. "Well, you know, Mark, uh, <laughs> Mark ate and drank for the both of you." Sorry, <laughs> but I sat down and I was thinking about the yeah. sponsors that have been with us since the very beginning mm-hmm. you know the edge training academy bobby woolley bobby woolley actually started with us with chesapeake lawn and landscape that's right and that's right. and then he started the edge and came on board with the edge so he's been with us every single year and optical galleria you know with the now locations in centerville Easton, and west ocean city well i'm gonna get some hook glasses this summer before the white marlin oh yeah i'm looking for it. i need to give bob a call up in centerville yeah, yeah. well you can get them when you're in ocean city too yeah that's true west I, I, I could west oh yeah um but docks riverside grill they've been with us um a baltimore door and frame your your uncle Uncle Rick, Rick Schmidt, yes, yes. I mean, yep. very there. loyal. Yep. And, and the funny thing about Rick is, Rick's been with us even when we were doing just Eastern High School. Games. Yeah, the old AM fourteen sixty yeah. WEMD. Yeah, so he's actually really been with us for 
19 years. Yeah. Well, and I still amazing. and I still mark harken back to that is I know over time lives 14, but uh, to me I kind of group in well not kind of I do group in Easton. To me, this is 19 years yeah. or, or going to 20. It really, it really is. Yeah. And uh, Bayside Driving School been with us uh, since yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know of overtime live 14 years, and you know thanks to all of them. And then we've had a lot of others that have been with us a minimum of six years. Uh, you know, Chinchek Sports Locker, mm. you know, with DJ Marasco, uh, Rotor Rooter, you know, with uh, Shane Johnson and company, and Jeff Farr over there. Yeah, they've been with us for, I'm thinking, they're probably like 10 years. Uh, you know, then Queenstown Bank has been with us. Uh, Rick Perrette has been with us mm. a long time as well. Um, I've gotten to memorize some of yeah. them. <laughs> El Jefe Mexican Kitchen, Hobby Town, Sport Clips, the Bayside Conference Youth Football and Cheerleading mm-hmm. Organization, right. yep. and uh, Johnny Mounts at C Street. And of course, you know, last year we brought on Maverick Transport. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of years ago we brought right. in Johnny's Tavern. Yeah, uh, yep. that was he's been with us. Uh, this will be his third season. That's right, because he was, he was spring, spring and fall. Yep, and we had uh, in it, we had a, a famous uh, broadcast from Johnny's yes, way back. Yes, we did. With, with <laughs> for, for a number of reasons. Yes. <laughs> we, we won't get into. <laughs> Mid-shore exteriors with uh, Brian Faulkner and uh, Baird Financial has been with us off and on for about four or five mm-hmm. years. And then, of course, uh, Jason Lee at Jason's Computer Services. Yeah. You know, I only mention Good those guy. because, you know, those are the folks that make it go. Mm-hmm. You know, because us broadcasting the games, not free. I don't work for free. You don't work for free. No. You know, and, and nor would we expect you to. Um, you know, I mean, and, I love what I do. I but yeah, at this point in, in my life, I couldn't justify it to right. the wife about doing it for free. <laughs> right, you know, so it, it does cost money. The the radio station charges money. Yeah, that's right for the airtime. Yeah, yep. we buy the airtime, and Friday right. nights not cheap. You know, and mm-hmm. but uh, we do appreciate the fact that they entrust the airtime to us and. To be honest with you, I think we put on the best program. You know, it's community service type thing. Yeah. Absolutely, and and again, we we had Coach Riley on earlier, and I won't get into the whole story. But again, we talk about Big Thirty Three in Pennsylvania again. You know, that's um, th- th- that's how I got you know here in a sports show or a high school Friday night right. you know, sports show statewide high school show, and I said this is really really cool. And all these years later, I'm doing the same type of thing. You know, we started off you know just a little bit, and and we've grown a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. We'll end up having yet again this year. The goal is to where we have folks out at a lot of the games calling in reports. Yeah, and, uh, that was a big addition, I think, yeah. last season, Mark, and I really hope to continue that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and now on these phones, the smartphones, they sound great. You can record yeah. them there and email them in, and we're yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah. So. You know, it's just it's an exciting time, and you know we're not forgetting about the other sports. We always include them on the Pret and Moy Therapy Associate School Board when we have them. But you yeah, know, you sprinkle those in very well throughout games, yeah, Mark. Yeah. If if there's one thing I can change, and I'll tell you that after I tell you that this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Queenstown Bank, your hometown community bank, serving the midshore for over 120 years. Convenient online and in-person banking, plus they have money to lend. Get more info at Queenstown Bank locations or go to queenstownbank.com. The one thing that I wish that I could get changed more than anything else in what we do is getting coaches to send us results on a consistent basis. It doesn't take long. All you got to do is send a text, 410-690-1376. You simply go in. You send us the score, who the the name of the teams and the score, and there's some short details. It takes three minutes max, unless you're really slow with a cell phone. Then it might take you five. But 
that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And it gets the kids exposure. And that's what it's all about. That's why we do this. Mark, we've beat the drum on this. We'll have to continue to double and triple and quadruple our efforts because we, we just and, and maybe it's just pounding away constantly and eventually get through. But you're right that we're here. We're a medium. You just need to access us. We can't do it all and we can't be at every game and, and nor can any other media outlet, no matter how many resources. They're not out at every game either. Uh, it's just too many of them. So I'm with you and too many sports. So, yeah, we're, we're here. We can. We can get it out. We've got the medium. We've got the platform. But we do need some help along the way. And look, if you're a, if you're a parent, if you're a student, you know, please, you know, encourage your coaches to do so, or get them to get somebody to do it for them. I, I can't imagine that you know somebody can't take a few minutes to text us some information. Absolutely. So, and I'm on. The, I'm trying to decide what I want to get printed this year to uh, hand out at football games. Do we want to go with t-shirts or do we want to go with football? So. Uh, you know, we're looking at uh, well, looking at those. Uh, t-shirts could be worn around. People aren't going to carry footballs with them. Yeah, but so. yeah. but here now here's something that I didn't clear this. Fo- with. Footballs I, are cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I didn't I didn't cl- I didn't clear this with you. Although we've talked about this, but I'm going to throw it out there. What I'd like to see, and this is a minor point, but before the season starts with overtime live. I would love to be able to have this wall with all 13 teams, whether it be a T-shirt or a sticker or something, in the studio where we have the entire base out and we have a whole wall that of all 13 cool. teams. Or for, for the football, yeah. So we need to get people to send us helmet decals. something. Helmet decals. Yeah, whatever it may be, Mark. You know, a T-shirt, a sticker, whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, helmet decals are cool, but yeah, anything. Yeah. Yeah. You can send them to my attention at 306 Port Street, Easton, Maryland, 21601. You can send to Overtime Live, 306 Port Street, Easton, Maryland, 21601. Helmet decals or, like you said, a T-shirt, something like that. A sticker. We can put it on a wall that's right behind us. Right. Because I can use that as a backdrop to do some Facebook Lives prior to the broadcast. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd love to be able to do that. I think that would be cool, and we'll have to put up a post on uh, Facebook and as well. And we're even talking. Twitter. We're even thinking about you know making it set up to where your Friday night show is broadcast on Facebook Live. Yes, correct. You know, so yeah. that's something. Which we're I'd, at. I'd be, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'd, I'd I'd love that, and you get to get to see behind the scenes, and, and then people can also they can. They can message, you know, they can message in, et cetera, mm-hmm. and, and do that. That's the one thing. I mean, we have – I think what people need to understand is I have the coaches on after the game, but that doesn't mean that people can't email in – because we have email addresses, mm-hmm. Mike at com, com. doesn't mean you can't email in. You can message us on Facebook, just like some message us scores. You can get involved and give your two cents, please. I mean, we, we really encourage that. I mean, especially with, the, like, the – well, people will comment on the power polls to some extent, but we'd love to just get your sentiment about how you feel about teams and the base side and all that. Let's make it more interactive on Friday night. Absolutely, and we're looking forward to – Friday nights, just like we're, for, we're looking forward to our next podcast. When will that be? I don't know. Maybe next week. Maybe the week. Well, after. we want to be content. What is next week's date? Uh, we'll, we'll be here next week. Well, it's it's the twentieth. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We're, we're good for the twentieth. Okay. Uh, I'm in Miami for a wedding the following week, but we're going to try to get one in the can so we've got that uh, that Monday covered. I'm going to start. I mean, Mark, you. if you have to fly solo for one Monday, I'm not going to I'm not going to get upset I, about I that. I think I might have to let you fly solo a little bit. That might not be a bad do, idea. Do one of these? Yeah. That might not be a bad idea. 
So it'll probably last two hours. So yeah, that's a, that, yeah, that's probably the problem. No, you're good about keeping us on time. Although this is a weekly podcast, so I, I don't think people mind that we do. You know, if it was daily, then yeah, that'd be a bit much. But well, feel free to share. You know, let folks know about the. Uh, uh, the podcast out there, if there's something you like or don't like, say something. Send us an email, yeah. Mike or Mark at shoresportsmd.com. And uh, we do appreciate the fact that you spend your time with us. And uh, no matter where you're going, maybe you're just sitting around the pool or maybe you're driving to school or work or whatever the case may be. We appreciate the fact that uh, you spend that time with us. And you heard Mike mention a moment ago about the hook sunglasses if you get a chance, ride by an optical galleria. You can ride by uh, in West Ocean City in the Teal Marsh Plaza, downtown Easton, uh, across from the Tidewater Inn, and on West Water Street in downtown Centerville. Try on a pair of hook sunglasses. If you like the Costas or you like the uh, the Oakleys or the things like that, these are nicer, and, and they fit better, and they're less expensive. And the funny thing is, the same people that manufacture the lens for Costa are the ones that are manufacturing the lenses for Hook sunglasses. The difference is they're made to the specifications of Hook, not Costa. Yeah. So, and the frames are from Italy. High quality. Nice. So you need to check them out. I I love my Hook sunglasses. Uh, Fishermen are using them. You know, if, if you like to fish in the summertime... I'm looking forward to wearing them out on the fields, you know, this coming fall. And, you know, I yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because they help you see to be able to broadcast the games. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, uh, wear my hook sunglasses even more. Like. Like when I'm at the beach the week of uh, August 21st. Yes. You know, when I'm gone for the week. So, uh, just before the season. So, mm. uh, Speaking of which, real quick. Um, as far as I know, because we're close enough, I mean, I take it all the meetings have been held. I, I mean, I've been told that we're going to have, at least for this season, an open playoff here. Oh, and I six. I mean, have you not heard? Uh, have you not heard anything? I haven't heard anything. I've been contrary. told that there are going to be six six championship games because Bruce Cunningham from Fox Forty Five just yeah. uh, told me, which is horrible. That uh, not, we're going to be doing six games that we're on board for that. Everybody so. gets a trophy. They didn't do the six last year, so they're going to do the six this year. Oh, on TV. Yeah. Y- yes, yes, okay. correct. Right. We are going to do the six. Uh, yeah. Right. And he said, be, be ready. I guess he said we'll be doing double headers for three days. And right. Hey, that's fine by me, but I agree with you. I'd rather yeah. have the four, and I'd rather have it closed off to just a certain amount of teams. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. So, well, they're going to yeah. say COVID. Uh, you know, look, yeah. look. okay, we get through this year, but man, in 23, please, let's yeah. go back to the old let's way. Let's go back to the that's, old way. That's a so, conversation we can have for another uh, podcast. Right. So. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate it and we'll see you talk to you next week right here time out with shore sports presented by the preston automotive group don't forget to share also check out shoresportsmd.com you've been listening to the time out with shore sports podcast with mark potter and mike bradley presented by the preston automotive group look for another time out soon here on shoresportsmd.com